Welcome to Fort Hood Spotlight, keeping you in touch with what's happening on the world's largest military installation, Fort Hood, Texas. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, and with me, Stephanie Mello, Army Community Service Master Resilience Trainer. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Julia. Thank you for having me. Now, I understand Family Resilience Academy has a few changes at hand. Yes, it does. We've uh, been training family resilience to our families for over a year now, and it's going amazingly well. The response is very, very positive. We have families who are telling us already that it's making a change in their lives. We found out that some of our families would like to come to it. They can't make the daytime class. So we are launching a special pilot training to see if we can't get our nighttime families to come out for it. It'll be starting March 27th, which is a Tuesday, every Tuesday night for six weeks in a row from 5.30 to 8.30 p.m. at Oveda Kalpabi Soldier and Family Readiness Center, Building 16005. Now, families do not have to attend every class if they don't wish to. We would prefer they do so they can get the full benefit of the training, but but if they want to come and see what it's about, stop in and take a class or two. You know, the agenda is available. We can tell them what classes we're offering on what days. Hopefully, we'll get a good attendance and we'll be able to extend the pilot into a full-time nighttime training for our families. So overall, what is the purpose of Family Resilience Academy? Family Resilience is to provide an opportunity for our families to respond to emotionally critical situations in an appropriate way. This tells you to take things into effect, to look at what it caused it. Did I make this happen? Did they make this happen? It teaches us coping skills. And life skills that make us think before we act and not just on the outside world but in our family lives with the people that we care about people we work with we teach putting things in perspective problem solving detecting icebergs what's the real problem what made me feel this way and how did I feel um, self-awareness self-regulation self-control putting things into a more manageable box so that we can identify the things we can control and handle those first and then make a plan for those things that aren't in our control that we shouldn't be looking at in the first place mm-hmm. and the families are not sitting there listening to you talk. Actually, it is more interactive work group than it is us talking. We give them the problem solving thought process. And then as groups, they work through scenarios that they come up with. They have to bring in their real world situations that say, okay, how did I deal with this? How could I deal with it in the future? They work together as groups and it's amazing to watch the bond that forms with these folks. One of the big pieces of it is hunting the good stuff. We are so prone to look at the negative sides of our life. Find the good stuff before you start looking at the bad. And so every day they come in, they have to bring Hunt the Good Stuff, what we call HTGS, and they have to share a good moment with the group. And we go through so many other pieces in a real-time world resilience, how we actually use what we're training in a work group situation. So they actually have to practice what we teach them in the work groups. And when we bring all of these elements, young, old soldier, family member, it doesn't matter, retirees can come to the class. We've taught civilians in the class. It doesn't matter what component you're coming with. At Fort Hood, the family resilience is open to everyone. And we also have an additional part to it. We have the daytime training now, we have the nighttime training, and we have post-deployment resilience for couples. Family members can come together and learn new ways to cope with the changes because you leave for deployment one way and you come home, it's inevitable. Some kind of a change, some kind of a challenge to our families to coming back to the new norm of living together. So the post-deployment resilience that we schedule monthly is available for families to come and talk about those changes and those challenges. And it's an opportunity 30, 60, 90 days after you're back to say, okay, we're home. The honeymoon phase is over. Where do we go from here? How do we handle how you've become more reliant on yourself? How the kids have grown, how I've changed as a soldier. How do we deal with all those changes and not lose the connection we had in the beginning? 
So how can we get some more information about the Family Resilience Academy or what, whatever else you can do to help our <laughs> soldiers and family members? Fort Hood MWR website under the ACS drop-down tab. You will see the Family Resilience Academy schedule on there. The trifold is on there that explains all of the classes that we teach. Commanders can request that we teach a unit. They can go to the Hood MWR website. They can call us at 288-2794. That's 288-2794. Or they can simply stop by the Lane Volunteer Center and ask us any questions that we can be proud to answer. I have been talking with Stephanie Mello, Army Community Service Master Resilient Trainer. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight. Hi, I'm Captain Emily Smith, Chief of the Nutrition Therapy Clinic at Carl R. Darnell Army Medical Center. March is National Nutrition Month, and Cardamsey Dietitians encourage everyone to eat a variety of nutritious foods at every meal. To get the nutrition your body needs, divide your plate into four sections. Fruits, vegetables, lean protein foods, and whole grains. Don't forget a serving of low-fat dairy like milk and yogurt. For appointments, classes, or nutrition counseling, call the Nutrition Department, 254-288-8860. Get your plate in shape. Fort Hood Spotlight. Thank you for joining us. I'm Julia Connor, and with me in the studio, Teresa Gambrell, Army Emergency Relief Campaign Coordinator here on Fort Hood. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for inviting me, Julia. Army Emergency Relief, you have started your campaign. How long does it go? The campaign will run from now until May 15th, but if anyone is interested, we do accept contributions throughout the year. Army Emergency Relief, explain what it is. It is an organization that was created in 1942. This will mark its 70th year, and the mission is to help provide soldiers with financial assistance. They get assistance with food, rent, utilities, emergency transportation, essential vehicle repair, funeral expenses, medical or dental expenses, and personal needs when their pay is delayed or stolen. Um, AER has also um, added four new categories to help further assist the needs of our soldiers. They can receive up to $4,000 in assistance for dental, um, any needs necessary for individual health, furniture, essential and economical to establish a household to replace loss resulting from natural disaster, a replacement vehicle, um, it is to help with a down payment on a reliable vehicle to replace a vehicle that's not economically wise to repair, and also a rental vehicle for soldiers on emergency leave or waiting repair on a primary vehicle. We offer um, interest-free loans, and a soldier can also request to get it as a grant. Uh, 94% of our assists are done as loans. Okay, so how do they get help? They would need to uh, get with their command financial specialist, family advocate specialist of their unit, or they can also come up to the AER office Um, on Fort Hood at 121 Rivers Building, which is located on 761st Tank Battalion. How does a soldier donate? Because it's really soldiers helping soldiers. Yes, it is. Um, Soldiers can either get with their unit representative or if they can call the Fort Hood AER office, and that number is 254-288-9272. Now, civilians who work on Fort Hood, they're allowed to donate too, right? Yes, they are. We also receive contributions from retirees as well. Okay, and once again, that number is 254-288-9272. Okay, now I know that you've got a couple of great fundraisers coming up too. Yes, we do. This will be the first year that AER will host a a golf tournament to help raise money. It will be on April 2nd at the courses of Clear Creek. It'll be a four-person scramble with a shotgun start. Um, Registration will be $40 per person. And on April 29th, we will be hosting a bowling tournament at Phantom Warrior Lanes from 1400 to 1700. Um, If anyone is interested in pre-registering for these events, they can contact me at 254-553-4699. Now, what's your goal for this year? Our campaign goal for this year is 400,000. 
Now, how do we find out just how far along you are? Well, at each of our entrances, uh, there are campaign thermometers that are posted, and they will be updated weekly to the progression of the campaign and how much of our goal we have reached. So once again, if a soldier would like to donate, what should they do? They need to get in contact with their unit representative or get in contact with the uh, Fort Hood AER office. Um, this gives soldiers an opportunity to help other soldiers. Um, we not only assist soldiers, but as well as their family members. We can also assist any soldier that is in the Reserve or Army National Guard that has been activated for 30 days or more, as well as their um, authorized family members. We assist retirees and any family member that has lost their soldier in active duty or um, after they have retired, we can assist their widows and their orphans. And it's a good idea to help when you can help because you never know, you might need some help down the road. Yes. Give us the number to call if we need some more information. 254-288-9272. Thank you so much for being with us. I have been talking with Teresa Gambrell, Army Emergency Relief Campaign Coordinator. Remember, the campaign goes through May 15th. I'm Julia Connor for Forted Spotlight. March 30th, the Boss Program is throwing down the challenge. Prepare yourself for the three-on-three -three basketball tournament. Yeah, I know. I feel sorry for you, too. Your girlfriend just saw that. Who's the best on Fort Hood? The champion. The king. Is it you? Hey, take a seat. The doctor will see you shortly. The three-on-three -three basketball tournament. Oh, yeah. It's on. A special prize will go to the best crowd member, and a spirit award of $300 in unit funds will go to the team's most enthusiastic, energetic, pom-pom-shaking cheerleaders. You have game? Prove it! Forget about the circus, because I'm the greatest show in town. I scored you! The Boss Program's three-on-three -three basketball tournament, March 30th. Get your team of three and sign up at the boss office inside the Phantom Warrior Center. Or register now at hood.army.mil backslash boss. Oh yeah, it's on. Fort Hood Spotlight. Julia Connor here and with me, Colonel Tom Brooks, officer in charge of soldier readiness processing and post-deployment health reassessment here at Fort Hood. First of all, you have to explain to us what is PDHRA. When a soldier first comes back from deployment, they do a process called the post-deployment health assessment. This is to ask the soldier if they've had any issues while they were in country, whether behavioral health, physical, had they had any illnesses, something that might affect them afterwards. We're trying to screen for things like animal bites to make sure they weren't exposed to rabies. It's an important time to assess what went on in country. In 90 to 180 days after doing that particular assessment, we reassess a soldier, and that is called a post-deployment health reassessment, or a PDHRA. Soldiers tend to get those terms very confused and mixed up, and they'll say, geez, I've already done this. Why am I doing it again? They're actually right. They have done it for the most part, but we want to look at them again after they've gotten home and resettled into their families and they're in their work job and ask them, is anything going on that you're concerned about now that you weren't when you first came back? Sometimes the family has some stressors. You know, the spouse at home is used to taking care of the family, doing what they need to do for the family, and now the soldier comes back and wants to be a part of that family again. And sometimes it's, it's hard to get back into the normal groove. We want to capture it before it becomes a serious problem. 
So the post-deployment health reassessment is a very, very important process. And it is a commander's program, and they have to do it. And it really should be done in that time frame because soldiers are monitored if they exceed the time. Years of experience of doing these post-deployment health reassessments have shown us that this is the most critical period to address any issues that are starting to arise after they've finished their deployment, whether it be family, financial stressors, work stressors, personal concerns, stressors. Uh, some soldiers may be having nightmares or not sleeping well. We want to be able to get on top of that and make sure that they're being taken care of. Right. And some of the problems don't crop up until after the, you know, so-called honeymoon period. is. That over. is absolutely correct. In fact, soldiers are so happy to be home. Sometimes they actually even forget to mention, well, you know, sir, I'm having this problem or I'm, I've got this going on right now. Because sometimes those problems are already there when they come back, but they forget to mention them. So is there a reminder for them to do the reassessment? Yes, it will flag in their AKO. The PDHRA, the process is to go into AKO and do it, the online part, and it should be done no more than 30 days from the planned visit at the SRP gym. Now, when they come and see you, are they talking to various health professionals or how does that work? First, they get processed in. We verify that they have finished their online component. Otherwise, we have to have them do that first. They get a very nice little presentation from one of my staff, highly trained, to tell them about the PDHRA process and let them know what the purpose of it is and what they can expect out of it. This gives the soldier an opportunity to think about what is it that I want to talk to the provider about. So they get that first, and then they get any shots and updates. We make sure they get their PPD placed because that's a requirement, and then they get to see a provider. And it's very important for them to be truthful about what's going on. Critically important. It is a private session. Obviously, if we're concerned about the safety of the soldier, we're going to tell the right people. But we're there to keep it as private as possible. And we need to know what's going on with the soldier. Otherwise, we don't know what we can do to help them. It's really, really important. We have behavioral health assets right there on site uh, where the soldier can talk with someone completely privately. Now, it's very important not only for the soldier to complete this, but also for the Army in general, for this to get done by everyone who needs to do that it. That is absolutely correct. Even though there are soldiers that have no issues and problems, we want to be able to document that. We want to be able to let commanders know the feeling of their unit and how that unit is doing in general, because sometimes uh, quantity makes a bigger difference than just that one person. So we want to see all of that. So what can you say to a soldier to them? Make sure, get your reassessment done, let them know just how important this is. I would say monitor a KO, recognize when you're having issues and concerns, and go see about them when you feel you're having them. Don't wait for the post-deployment health reassessment, but understand that if it's not real clear that what's going on is a problem or not a problem, whether it's a sleep issue, which is very common among our soldiers, or some kind of behavioral stressors, bring it up at that time, if not before, so that we can help you. We'll get you in to see somebody that you want to see, whether it's off post or on post, and we will take care of you. So if they need some more information about the whole reassessment, then what should they do? Yes, they should call the following phone number. That's 254-535-2121. The primary contact people are Staff Sergeant Kersker and Sergeant De La Rosa. That number one more time? 254-535-2121. Thank you very much. I have been talking with Colonel Tom Brooks, officer in charge of soldier readiness processing and post-deployment health reassessment. I'm Julia Connor for Fort Hood Spotlight a production of the Three Corps and Fort Hood Public Affairs Office.